I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Kia ora everyone. Welcome back to Man Love's favourite part of the week. We say this every week, but it's extra favourited this week <laughs> it's extra favorized this week because we're talking about mfing casa amore i feel like you really put that in terms of tech like you, like you favorited your own <laughs> thing that happened in your week you favorited that tweet oh <laughs> god that week. social media is just changing oh. the way we think about our lives anyway it's so true um live huge week in the villas oh fucking massive yeah in the two villas a lot's happened carnage i would say absolute carnage um just before we get into it this is episode 28 to episode 33 team so if you're not there yet um i don't know either listen or come back when you have watched these but live we left off with everyone just splitting off to their separate areas mm. for the girls main villa for the boys and i think we were starting to see sprinklings of most of the boys just honestly doing exactly what they do every year. Honest to fucking God. Because when they left and then there was that whole scene of them sat in the beanbags and they looked real sad. And I was like, what if this year's different? Like this year, the girls are in Casa. They sort of seem to have the power. I was like, what if these boys are actually like properly invested in those girls? But because what were your thoughts what did you think was gonna happen I'm not gonna lie I thought Jax was gonna be like fine with Paige only because like when she was off with Jay he did that whole staircase opening Mm. up on the staircase but then as soon like basically as soon as he could the sort of rugby lad in him came out oh just came out roaring I think I also thought the same I thought Jax was gonna sort of sleep on the day bed uh, because I thought Luca Luca's influence would kind of rub off on Jax because Jax would want to be seen as like you know I'm a mature guy like I've got the girl of my dreams sort of thing like I'm super happy Luca which Luca did and I thought Luca would do exactly what he has done sleep on the day bed not really talk to anyone I think I just underestimated Jax's laddish sort of quality and in that first episode with our real sad boys, like Jax is like looking through photos yes. of him and Paige on his phone and like, I don't know. And then like at the very sort of start of the week, we did see that random fight between Dammy and Luca, which sort of popped up, like escalated out of nowhere. Well, I've really learned about Dammy. I mean, I thought that Dammy would maybe do a bit of flirting, but I did not think he'd be... Like oh, how he has been. Demi and Jax egged oh. each other on in the most disgusting like, yeah, way. I honestly, for some reason, I have more of a soft spot for Jax. For Jax's behavior. I think it's because Demi is not taking any responsibility for how he's acted. 
And like with that fight with Luca, it just screamed to me that Dammy felt guilty about what he was doing. Yes, yes. Like I get that it was probably really fucking annoying Luca sort of egging on the boys. Like I do understand that. Yeah. So I think he had like half a leg to stand on when it came to that. But most yeah. of it was just projection about his own well, feelings. Well, because it's like it's your actions. Yeah. Luca can say what he likes. At the end of the day, he's on the day bed and you're – Kissing other yeah. women. So. And Demi knew that it was wrong, and that's why he wanted all of the boys to do it too. Yes. So he could just be like, oh, well, I was doing what everyone else was doing. I really liked when Luca, like, when Luca went back inside after they'd sort of made up. Yeah. And then they went back inside, and Luca was on the bed, and he's like, no, it's actually really rattled me that you called me fake. Like, he didn't just try and man no. up, quote unquote. He I, like, yeah. was genuinely like, I'm still rattled. Yeah. And Demi was sort of like laughing it off at this point. And I was just thinking, like, Oh, God, you are just... Demi and Jack's just bringing out the worst No, and it was a weird fight because it seemed to heat up quite fast. And then it all sort of, like, cooled off quite fast as well. Yeah. And, like, they never let it get to that point where they were actually, like, really fucking Mm. mad at each other, which I guess, like, there was some good communication in amongst the terrible communication. Yeah. Like, it was very weird. And wasn't it weird that Demi broke the fourth wall by saying, like, you you yes. just want to win, Lucas? Yes. Like, no one ever talks about no. that. I know, because I thought that that might be in their contract, that you I, can't say yeah, that. me too. Me too. But, like, obviously not, because they aired it. And also, it was, it was a bit of a red flag when, like, Luca was, like, Oh, well, Jax doesn't think I'm fake. Like, he's my best mate in here, and Jax didn't back him up. Yeah, well, no, what did Jax say? He said something like, no, but I can see where he was coming from. But then again, because Jax had the fucking guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, Liv, do you think the best way to do this is we now talk about how everyone recoupled, and then we can sort of look at that couple or yeah. that no longer couple as a whole. I think that's definitely the best way to kind of add a little bit of structure to this chat because there's just so much going on. I know. Um, maybe start with the, the kind of easiest couple, I guess, at the moment, which is Gemma and Luca. Yeah. Did you think that they would come back, you know, just as strong as they were when they left? I did. Do you know what I thought? And I really mm. hoped that this wasn't going to happen. But you remember last year when Teddy was really good and didn't do anything, didn't stray. But then the producers yeah. sent in the postcard that yes. showed him kissing in a challenge and made it look like the one good guy that hadn't strayed had. Yes. I was really worried that the producers were going to do that to Luca, even though, again, he was the one sort of good guy that had strayed. I didn't think about that. And they didn't send the postcard at all, no. which I'm actually really happy about because... It's just shit-stirring. It is, and I think we're less here for that these days. Mm. Like, when we are watching these reality TV shows, it's like, I think we're more actually interested in people's authentic behaviour rather than, you know, something mixing with shit. Um, There is a part of me, though, that doesn't want Demi and Jax to get off too lightly because, like, it's Mm. basically their word now because that's all Yeah. And I'm like, there were points where, like, Jax got hard in the pool and like Paige isn't gonna know about that like I know something comes out or like I know it's like are they gonna have another movie night which kind of was pretty horrific last yeah. year but I think it was only horrific because they chose weird clips like I think the producers now have the responsibility to like 
not yep. fuck with people's feelings beyond what needs to happen. Like, rather they than They can actually, show, like, truth, but they sh- yeah, probably shouldn't take things out of context. They shouldn't context. take things out of context. Like, because if you think about how Paige was in the first couple of days, she was, like, a bit flirty with Billy, mm-hmm. and they could take that and show that, and then Jax would be like, see, yeah. like, you did the same thing, but it's, like, totally not the same thing at all. Mm-hmm. And I just... Oh, I, yeah, it's all very, very frustrating at the moment. But So just back to Gemma and Luca real quick. Yeah. I mean, really, like, they should be at this point, because they're the only, like, solid, solid couple, they should be, like, the front runners. But because Gemma is still just by nature not, like, that overly, well, overly interested yeah, to what we can or, see. Like, yeah. they should be the clear, clear front runners, but be, they're not, they're not. Like, they're just not. No. And it's really interesting with Gemma because, like, she's grown on me so much. When she first came in, I was like, oh, God, she's far too young. Like, she's going to be a bit of a brat. But she actually gives really good advice to people. She's really fucking honest. She's really, like, she's actually quite down to earth. I just think where she really lacks is her communication with Luca and it is like she doesn't give him any reassurance whatsoever because she's still in that age and we talk about it all the time how she's only 19 but it is like she's in that age where she thinks that she doesn't think that's her responsibility Mm -hmm. and I think she'll get older and she'll maybe watch this back and be like oh okay like I could have I don't know just been a bit more like kind or a bit more like openly loving and like I do think that she does really like him like I think the way that they cuddle in bed and everything is like shows that but yeah she has this real barrier and I wonder if that is gonna because Billy was hardcore flitting with her beside the pool and then she kind of made it like Luca like you need to let me talk to whoever I want to talk to, but it's like he was fully flitting with you. Like I get yeah. why Lucas sort of had an issue with that. Oh, same, and wanted to just see what he was saying. Like that's mm. fair enough. Anyway, totally. We can't waste any more time talking about the one couple no. that's actually sort of like okay. <laughs> I know. Okay, let's talk about Demi who came back with Summer, and then India who came back with Digi. Now that was the same outcomes but two totally different ways of getting there. So they both recoupled. India literally was so respectful. She just got, she just chatted to Deji, didn't kiss him, said on the outside world, she would date a few people at a time. So she would bring him in so she could get to know Debbie and Deji. Whatever we think about that, like if you're not into dating multiple people at once or whatever, like not really relevant when you look at Demi and how he was just full on like acting as if he was in a pure relationship with Summer. Oh, I know. He was laying it on so thick. He was initiating everything. Yes. Like, yeah. And just like the way that he was talking about it. I think it was yes. the the choice of language when he was like in the beach hut and when he was talking to the boys and just like, yeah, a definite lack of respect, just a real show of emotional immaturity. I did find it interesting that India brought back Deji because I I get what she means. Like I totally get that she would date two people and stuff. It's what Tash did and she brought back someone kind of for the same reason. And I really hate that Tash did that because her and Andrew like were really strong and we'll get into this, but I think that he would have like slept on the day bed if he didn't hear all of this shit from the girls that came in. Like 
But I think I would treat the fact that India brought back someone to the fact that Tasha brought back someone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's so they it's because they did the same thing except for again India didn't kiss anyone and mm-hmm. Tash did kiss Billy. Also, yeah. the reason we treat it differently I think when it's Tash is because she's basically wanted to get to know every boy that's coming to Everyone. the villa. That's so true and India has never done this before. No. So it feels more genuine. Yeah, and Andrew and Tasha had been sort of more solidified, I guess, as mm. a couple in the And I just think India's so honest and authentic that I actually believe the words coming out of her mouth, probably. Yes. And, and when, like, her and Deji did really get along, but more in a respectful, like, actually have lots of things in common. Yeah, like, actually get to know each other rather than, like, this super sexual chemistry. That Demi was just kind of, like forcing to happen yes i feel and do you know what was weird the way demi well not weird but like he always had to he had to have the last word when india brought someone in it was almost like he was fucked off at her for doing the oh, exact same he thing was as he did. so fucked off at her i think it's like he held her in really high esteem and it's like he didn't hold himself in high enough esteem to be like well I'm not as good of a person as you, so I can do this and kind of get away with it. Whereas, like, you're really, like, respectable and everything. I don't know. That's what it came across to me. And it was really fucking weird because it's like, how can you sit there and be so fucked off? Yeah. And I feel like India also, I mean, this is me assuming things, but maybe India had an inkling that he was going to bring someone back, so maybe that's why she brought back Deji. That's what I said to Ruby. I was like, I, I, I feel like her intuition is quite good because yeah. it did sort of come out of nowhere that she brought back Deji, but thank God it did because then she actually had someone else to get to know when Demi's like off... Literally telling Jax, if you're kissing under the covers, I'm kissing under the oh. covers. Like, ah, ha, ha, we're so fun and we can do what we want. We have no consequences. Ugh. So ridiculous. Like, yeah. so, like, that they're just not, like, valuing themselves as people that, yeah, it's always, like, what other people are doing. They, mm-hmm. none of them are like thinking for themselves except for Luca and then he gets shat on for it because yeah. they are intimidated by the fact that he actually sticks to his guns. And Jay was so respectful throughout this whole thing. Like mm. Jay, I mean, he's, I think we can just brush over. Jay chose China. Jay is now sort of not into China, but do you reckon it's because he's going to go after Paige? I think he definitely could be wanting to go after Paige. I, I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, and with Jay, it's almost like he doesn't know what he wants, I think, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, or he I just d- hasn't found it. Yeah, like, or, I mean, this is kind of savage. Do you think he's got, like, a really big ego and has, like, a very, very, very specific type of girl that he wants and, like, isn't going <gasps> to... I, I don't, I just, I've been rubbed the right way with Jay after Casa Amor because yeah. he didn't insert himself into the arguments. Yeah. He was the one that really could have gone and fucked around with heaps of people and he just didn't. That's true. That is true. Um, but that's just, I, I mean, I don't know. That's just my feelings towards him. I, he might go after Paige now, which would be interesting and I wouldn't hate because I don't want Paige to get back with Jay. Yeah, but I also don't want Paige to get with Jay. I just, I yeah. don't know why. I just don't see the chemistry. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mm. Yeah. Should we talk about Paige and Jack? Yeah, should we dive in? Yeah. Okay, so obviously Jack's... Sid, he said, okay, he said so many fucking things. Like, one of them was like, oh, my God, I can't be thinking about Paige. I need to be thinking about myself. Like, he was the king of wanting a test. Yes. And I loved when Paige came back and kept saying, you only want a test if there's something missing. No one's asking for a test. At school, you're not asking for a test. In a relationship, you're not asking for a test. No. Like, you want to be comfortable if there's nothing wrong. Totally. I think... He just totally missed the point of everything when it came to Casa Moore. Like, he literally had Paige, who he obviously... Like, I do think he really likes Paige. I do think he has yes. proper feelings for her. And I think his ego just got the best of him. And he was looking at the boys cracking on, and he was like, fuck, like, yes. I want the attention that they're getting. I want to know that people want to get with me. Like, I want to show them that I'm good at flirting too. And it was literally that. And what about when he was, like, he was treating women like such objects, mm. like side characters in his own life. Like, when he was getting to know Molly and Cheyenne. Cheyenne, who was actually incredibly respectful to yeah. Paige, who was like, I don't want to get into something with you if you're, like, Paige is a nice yeah. girl, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, so he was talking to them at the same time, telling them both what they wanted to hear. Then he goes and tells the boys... Right, I'm going to go sack off Molly and I'm going to go kiss Cheyenne. Oh, that was fucking pathetic. Fuck off, Jack. And, like, how he did just, like, flirt so hardcore with Molly and then come out and just be like, yeah, well, obviously we had a flirt. Like, totally changed his tone. It's it's seeing – it is. It is objectification because it's seeing women as prizes – as something to get, something to obtain, to, like, boost your ego. And, and always trying to find the better option. Yeah, always. And it's like, they obviously are capable of seeing women as proper creature, like, people, because um, obviously he looks at Paige and his, he's like, you're my best friend in here sort of thing, which is nice. But then you can't do that to one girl and then treat, the rest of the people, like, they're just sideline characters. Like, shit. Yeah. And at one point he said, Jax was like, to one of the girls, or was it, I can't remember who he said it to, but he was like, yeah, I don't really like people that just stick it on too many other people. And it's like, Jax, it's... It was so fucking hypocritical. I couldn't believe that. That was fucked. It's like, okay, so you've got a different standard for girls than you do for yourself. You think you can go off and do whatever. Yeah, but as soon as girls try and stick it on more than one person, then their value decreases. Yeah, I could not believe that. And so then what happened was Jax didn't couple up. Paige came back single as well. But then Cheyenne sort of dropped the bomb and said, like, Mm. yeah, we'd been in bed and we'd been kissing. And, like, she thought she might get picked by Jax. And then Jax did not apologize for age, like, until he was told to, essentially. And Paige really wasn't having it. Because I think what Paige was saying was right was that, like, Jax isn't ready for the relationship that she's mm. ready for. Like, you shouldn't yeah. be still... I really, yeah, love that. And I love the way that she handled that whole situation because she didn't put it on herself. She wasn't like, why am yeah. I not good enough? She was like to him, 
why can't you just be better? And yes. then when he's like, you deserve better. And he, she's like, well, why can't you do that then? And yes. it really made him like look inwards and be slightly introspective because he, yeah. it was then put on him and his character. And I don't think he could really deal with that very well because then he was like, oh, I just want to go home. Oh, like, I hated just, when he victimized himself. Oh, uh, yeah. And the whole thing of like, oh, she deserves better than me. I'm not even going to try and get her back because she just deserves better than who I am. And it's like, you're in charge of your actions. Like, you need to understand that you can change to be a better person when it comes to relationships. Or like... And, but then he's he, so he'd say like no point me being here I'm not gonna let her forgive me she deserves better and I was like yeah she does but then and then he was like she's uh, like I'm not gonna beg for her though like after yeah. after saying all that he was like yeah but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fucking beg for the girl because his his pride like with Jax I do think that he deep down is a sweetheart mm. but his ego and pride and all of that sort of toxic masculinity shit that you know and the cheating oh yeah 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 fuck yeah but which i guess is like a symptom of of that yeah but like yeah fuck he needs to work on himself (laughs) he's not ready he's just so not ready and but do you know one thing that i didn't really like um and in the grand scheme of things this isn't a huge thing but Mm. when demi Paige basically was like talking to demi about it all and then Paige found out that Demi did the exact same thing and Paige was, like, laughing. like, yeah. a, like And I was like, Paige, you saw how much this hurt you, so, like, you should go and talk to India about it or you shouldn't just, like, laugh along as if his behaviour's okay because it's the exact same thing. I know. I, I really... That rubbed me really the wrong way and I just don't know why. I know. I agree. I think that's, like, Paige definitely is a people pleaser. And I think she, obviously, the fact that she went to go and get comforted by Demi shows that her and Demi are quite close in the villa. Yeah. I liked that when she went and talked to Demi and then realised that he was just defending Jax because, again, he was projecting the shit out of that conversation. He was literally thinking about it from, like, what he had done to India. Um, Oh, yeah. And then she looked at him and her facial expression totally changed and she was like, what the fuck sort of thing. Yeah, and then when she went and talked to him and it was like, she probably, I'm sure deep down she felt bad and she was like, fuck, like this sucks for India. But because she, in her head, she's like, well, I'm friends with Demi. She had to like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like she wasn't strong enough to. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like yeah. when you're uncomfortable in situations, you do just, yeah. like you usually will just laugh it off in the moment and then go talk to people about it. Yeah, and, and then you'll be fucked. like, fuck, I wish I had actually said like, nah, that's actually not all good, like whatever. Yeah. But it takes yeah, because, a lot of courage in those situations to yeah. to say that. Because I was just like, damn, I actually hate that you're almost like, yeah. no one's giving Demi any consequences yet. No. Oh. oh, Just like, he hasn't apologized to her. He, he was sort of like. didn't talk to her. And yeah, but and then when they did have that chat, he was like, "Oh, well, we both did things. We both did things." And I was like, "No, you he's cheated on her." Constantly deflecting, like yeah. he knows he feels bad, but he's not letting himself feel bad at all. He's one. He's one of those people, or in, in an immature stage of their life, where they're literally just. Yeah, but you, but this, blame, blame, who did what? Like, it's not fucking about that. It's about, like, having loyalty, having a leg to stand on when you're, you know, talking to someone about what they were doing. It just, oh, yeah. yeah, Oh, and also just quickly, on Jax's Instagram, so they'd been, like, his sister has been running his Instagram and went, like, 
really quiet over Kasim or like didn't mm. post anything, um, which I think good move because you're not adding fuel to the fire. You don't need that. But then came out and like posted just a screenshot from like an article about what ADHD is, which basically says like you need lots of stimulation and you can have outbursts and sort of explaining like as much as one tiny little square Mm. could explain about what ADHD was, but then used that to try and explain away like all of Jax's behavior which has just not gone down well. Like, I think they would have been better to say nothing rather than bringing his neurological processes into it because I've seen a lot of people with ADHD being like, I find this incredibly offensive that you're, like, putting this with Jax's behaviour to try and Mm. explain it because lots of people in this world have ADHD and don't go and cheat on their partners or act like this. Like, I don't think it does anything nice for... For sure. I think like the way I read it when I when you sent me, you know, the link to it and was like, look at this. I definitely took it in terms of his communication rather than his actions. Um, But that was just like what I could attribute because I was like, I get that the way that he's quite blatant and he says some like quite intense stuff. Like his outbursts, I understand. And he's really good at apologizing after. Yeah. And then that's like an explanation, but it's definitely not an explanation or an excuse for the cheating. Like, well, it's not cheating, but basically. It was just a weird thing for them to have said absolutely nothing and then posted a screenshot that looks like the first thing that like Googled. Yeah, I know. know, And then posted that screenshot. And I was like, it would have been better for you to not have done that. I wonder whether they get, like, coaching as to how to handle the social media followings because, like, that's a huge responsibility to give someone who doesn't have any, like, expertise in hate and, yeah. you know, things like that. It's like, obviously, if you're someone's older sister and you love your younger brother and people are coming at him, like, you probably will do what you can to try and yeah. explain away what... You know, yes. his his behaviour. And you don't know what's right and wrong to, like, yeah. do or post. Um, yeah, but bringing in sort of something neurological probably wasn't it because lots of other people live with that and don't do that stuff. But in saying that, they should not have social media while they're in the villa. It should just be like normal people when they go on holiday and turn their phone on airplane mode and you just don't go on for six weeks. I like, agree because then... That kind of takes the element. I mean, it doesn't fully take the element. People would still be following them. But it's like they do that so they rack up their following so when they come out yeah. they have platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, who – okay, should we go to uh, – first, Danika and Josh, they're fine. I don't really have much to say about yeah, them. Yeah, I don't have much to say. The flirting between them is a little bit like – I find it a bit hard to watch sometimes. Same. Um, but Stickly. I do like – I like Danika. I think she's really cute. Um, Same. But, yeah, hopefully that blossoms for her because that would be lovely. Okay, Andrew, Coco, and Tasha, and Billy – Oh, this gave me a fucking headache. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Bored of their story. Like, Andrew Mm. and Tasha, like, you just weren't meant to be from the start. And the quicker you could have got there, the better for everyone involved, I think. I know. I was just getting so fucking frustrated because I'm like, in my head, Andrew's been fucked over by Tasha because she has never committed to him Mm-hmm. He has made it so obvious that she's the only girl that he would ever want. And then she goes and does all of this sort of like, it's not even shady shit, but it's like she's 
making him feel really insecure with her behavior all the time. Like with her just, I don't think she's a horrible person at all. I think she's nice. I think she doesn't know what she wants. I think she's kind of immature. I think she's looking for like a bad boy and she's not used to like the love and affection that Andrew is giving her. So it's making her uncomfortable, which is fair enough Mm. because when you haven't had that before, it is uncomfortable. But then she's using, obviously Andrew went off, got with Coco, that whole like, I licked her tit situation, which was just no. I'm sorry. When awful it was like, to watch. I sucked your tits, and Tasha goes, "You what?" And then he goes, "I licked your tits, or whatever." And it's like, oh my god, that was like. To be honest, that was my favorite storyline of Tasha and Andrew. The rest has right. been just painful, and that was like crack. Yeah, that was fucking funny, and like I feel bad for Coco in the sense that obviously he did use her, but I think if she had any sort of social intelligence she would fully know that he was using her she was also using him to get into the villa i was about to say i think she was using him she was using him right back she comes in she gets upset that he's still in love with someone else even though every single interaction they had was him talking about tasha and comparing her to tasha if that was going to upset her she should have just fucking run from the get-go and then she comes in and then she just like lets everything loose and like i get it that's why you're on love island like it's about the drama But it was stirring shit. Yeah. It, well, I just thought, like, because I'm not going to lie, I really kind of grew to like Andrew mm. because I thought, like, you know, he was the only one, he was the only boy on there truly opening up about his emotions. Yeah. Like, he was crying and, like, he was, he actually had that really cute chat with Jax. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, this man is actually quite hurt because Tasha, again, Tasha's looking for the better option every time someone new comes in. And then I was almost like, by the end of this whole, like, fight, I was like, how has this turned into Andrew being Being the the demon? demon. And that I was just so angry because I was like, how can you not see? Obviously, it's easy to cling on to the fact that he was doing shit with this girl in bed. And Tasha, I don't know whether she just, like, didn't understand like where he was coming from and how much she has hurt him by like never committing to him and basically using him as like a backup option. Um, Mm. Whether she didn't understand that or whether she does understand it and she was just running with the fact that he did, you know, that he was getting with Coco as like something to be like, oh, now I can blame him. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I just hate that it's turned on Andrew. I think Andrew's, like, Same. got the most genuine feelings in the villa. I think it's fair enough yeah. that if you in the situation where other people were telling you that, like, they're taking you, like, for a ride, like, literally what 20 people sat there saying to you, nah, like, you're being fucked over, like, all of this, you are going to listen and it is going to be like, well, yeah. fuck you then. Even though I am a little bit confused as to, like, what was really said Mm. about what, like, one, what Tasha said, two, what the Villa girls were telling Andrew. I feel like that was a little bit, like, to the viewer, a little bit to the viewer confusing. To Andrew, it would have been like, oh, okay, I look like a fucking idiot, like. Yeah, yeah, because when he's saying, oh, all of these lies that you've Mm. been saying, I don't think Tasha's been saying lies. No. I think the girls really hyperbolized that when they came into Mm. the villa because they either wanted to stash it or they wanted to get into the villa and therefore Mm -hmm. break down the relationships that were already formed. It was all of this kind of like slightly shady shit that we all got bad feelings about, but it was hard to articulate. 
And then it seemed a lot more tangible when they were telling him about it than it actually was. And so mm. now Tasha's confused because she's like, I haven't been telling lies because she's not really understanding how her behavior is really hurting mm. Andrew. So it's just like, it is, it's painful. It's fucking it is. painful. And like, though, yeah, I don't know, those two. I actually saw um, a throwback to Chris and Kim's season, a video of Chris and Kim being such good. Did you watch that season? Yeah. Oh, of I them being like such season. good friends. They were all doing stupid shit around the villa. They were all, and I, it did make me miss the old Love Island. Like, it's not the same. It's not, yeah. they're not as like loose or as good friends or as like bromancy or like, it's just a little bit tighter. Everyone's more, they know they're going to be famous at the end of it. So there's a little bit more ulterior motives. Like, yeah, I agree. I think. It's definitely changed. On one hand, it's changed for the better, I think, in terms of like all of their communication, although mm. it is shit at times, has overall been a lot better. There's overall more respect, I think, for each other. Um, there's less nastiness. Yeah. But yeah, with that comes maybe it's like the authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It just made me. It just made me. It made me want to go back and watch the old seasons. Like mm, really, I really want to watch the first two seasons because I've never seen them. Same. And apparently they're loose because they can all like smoke and drink and stuff. Yeah. Oh, even on Chris and Kim's season, they were all just smoking yeah. constantly. Yeah. Anyway, so the last couple that we haven't talked about is Davide and Ekansu. Oh. Oh my God. Davide and Ekansu. Okay. Well, right now, look, they're kind of the front runners. Yeah. But because How they're a on earth has this happened? Like, yeah, they are. He's had some absolutely iconic lines this week, like oh. saying, that's my line, Natasha, or, yes. or whatever he said was really fucking funny. Um, Oi, what about Ekin Sue and that guy giving, giving each other handies under the covers? Yeah, cuffers? I wonder whether that's going to come out. Because that's I felt, a unique. Ugh, I felt weird about that. Same. Like, what about yeah. um, Ekin Sue like shit stirring over in Casa Amor being like, and that, that'll be Luca Gemma. And she's like, yes, I know Ekin. And like, yes. she was just, I mean, she's funny. She was just over there to fucking stir shit. She's a producer's dream. Oh, she I, like, is. I, to be honest, I love her and Davide for the comedic value, but I still don't think there's a real connection between them. But well, maybe I that's think- just me. I think there's like some sort of chemistry, but I don't think it would ever work in yeah. a relationship because yeah. they're, uh, to be honest, I can't really see Ekin working with anyone in a relationship because she's just so unique as a, I don't know, yeah. like she's the way just, that she is. I just think she almost needs to like get a little bit more down to earth or a little bit more mature or like something where it doesn't feel like she's acting all the time. Yeah. Like in terms of like genuine, not even that she's like trying to put on a front or anything, just that she's like her, sometimes her chat seems very calculated and like she's like, cause she is an actress. It's some, it still does feel like she's reciting lines a lot of the time. It definitely does. I think maybe like her personality has all been built around something Mm. and like maybe she needs to, I don't know, break that down with the therapist. I just, she doesn't seem like a real person. No, I know. She seems like she's playing a character on a soap opera. And so that's why it's really hard to see her and Davide as a real couple because it just seems very much for entertainment purposes. Yes. Yeah, he's been really funny. She's been funny. That conversation that they had about her trying to get upset about him oh. getting with someone else and then he just totally shut it down yeah. and she just she didn't have a leg to stand on because she'd already done the same thing. 
And like, he just laughed those at her. two would be great in a spin-off show just about oh. them or as like hosts of something. Um, also, I saw that Davide is a very successful entrepreneur in the shisha business. The shisha business. I saw that as well. It's funny. Um, I can see that actually. So, and he's got like a, a got like a finance degree or something from a really good uni in fucking Italy. Like yeah, the guy's God. got it going on. It's the just guy's educated. Him and Ekin Sue. Like I don't know. There's just something about Ekin Sue that's just like you're not a real person. I know. Your it's character. real. Yeah, it's hard, and like, I don't know how to think about her because no. she's not real. She just in my doesn't head, but... seem. Yeah. Anyway, there's just something random there, and I just can't shake it either. Mm, absolutely. Well, that's all I've really got to say about just, um, this I mean, week. there's probably more that I could say, but I just think we've been almost talking for 40, 40 minutes about I know, this. I know. Yeah, we, we need promised to... people a 15-minute podcast, and we're giving them a fucking 40-minute one. Over-delivering. <laughs> oh, as per usual, look, undersell, over-deliver. That is the business model here. It's, um, <laughs> here it's you should care about. Here it's you. Liv, you want to take over the business side for a second? <laughs> Undersell, over-deliver. Yeah, that right. is the mantra. Shall we let the people get on with their day and go and watch the next episode? I think so. Um, thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you. We Thanks appreciate it. Tune in next week, will ya? Bye. Bye. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.